0: After missing most of the 2023 season, folks, O'Neill Cruz is back. So entering 2024 healthy and ready to go, does O'Neill Cruz have 30 home run and 30 stolen base potential? You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates, every single day. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of this wonderful show here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can follow me right there on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates for all of your news, analysis, opinions, and reactions to everything going on in the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll be talking about FanDuel later on today's show. And folks, if you want to have some fun with FanDuel and, you know, maybe bet for a guy to win MVP or bet for a guy to be an all-star, or if you can do that on FanDuel, I don't know if you can or not, but it might be something to dabble in, then do it with O'Neal Cruz because O'Neal Cruz is back, folks. He is back for 2024 and I could not be happier about it I'm sure you guys could not be happier about it because O'Neill Cruz obviously is a major part to what this Pirates team wants to do, how they want to compete, and he's a large part of that timeline. And after his gruesome leg injury last year, you have questions that will linger about his health. There's going to be questions about his mobility and if he's going to ever be the same player again after an injury like that, and I think he'll be fine. It it seems like he'll be fine. He reiterated that um, at fan fest and i think that was a very or pirates fest and i think that was very important but for now he's healthy he's at camp he's ready to go for spring and he's ready to attack the season it looks like that's where he is it looks like the team is comfortable with saying that as well and realistically going into this year you guys heard me post a question about does he have 30 home run 30 stolen base potential. And we've only seen 372 at-bats from O'Neill Cruz in his time with the Pirates, some of those coming from his uh, short time in 2021 at the end of the year, most of it coming in 2022, and, of course, the shortened opportunities that he received last season before the injury. Now, in that time, Cruz has shown that he can be a star in this league. He he really has. He's shown the tools to be a star player. He's shown the tools that he has all-star potential, and if he puts it all together, MVP potential. He has shown flashes of that. He's also shown flashes of things that he struggled with. But again, in that time, he's had 19 home runs so far in his career. So when you do that math with the at-bats, it's about a home run every 20 at-bats that O'Neill Cruz has. So roughly every five games is when you would, on average, is what you would expect from O'Neill Cruz to hit home runs, which is a very good number to have. He's also shown the ability to be a plus base dealer. He has 13 stolen bases on his career thus far. And that got me thinking about what I asked you guys before. Thinking about Cruz, thinking about his potential for this year, which we all hope is a full and healthy one. Can he be a 30-30 player? And I think the answer is yes. He has that kind of potential. And you look at steamer projections from fan graphs that suggest he could easily get to a 2020 season, uh, their projections have him at 516 at-bats, a 251 average, 25 home runs, 84 RBIs, and 21 stolen bases. That would be almost an all-star caliber season for O'Neill Cruz if he can perform at that level. And most projections from FanGraphs also believe Cruz can have a 2020 season. You have Zips and all the other ones that they have. But I truly believe the upside is there for him to reach 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. It's just something that I think he can genuinely do. And the tools are there. As I've mentioned, he has the skill set. And he lit up StatCast in 2022. A lot of the statistics that you're going to hear me talk about are obviously from 2022, which is really the largest sample size that we've seen of O'Neal Cruz. And in that season, he had a 96, uh, 96th percentile barrel rate and a 98th percentile sprint speed. Yeah. Stuff like that will contribute to a 30-30 season. His hard hit percentage that season was 46.1% with ranking in the 81st percentile. And these are just things that we already know. He's going to run fast, and he's going to hit the ball and hit it hard. And when he does hit it, more often than not, it's going over the fence or in a gap. We know this about O'Neill Cruz already. Now, I will preface this and say that the Pirates don't need O'Neill Cruz to be a 30-30 player. What they do need is for him to be a boost to the lineup that obviously gravely missed him last season outside of April when the team was 20 and eight. But yeah, I'm saying he has the potential to be a 30-30 player, but how does he reach such a milestone? There's things he's going to have to improve on. Again, not a perfect player at all. For starters, he whiffed and struck out a ton in 2022, obviously his first like full time up here, each metric, by the way, the whiff and strikeout rate uh, ranked or, or 34% or higher. You don't want that. It's just not good. Now he did elicit walks at an average level. He was about 46 percentile at a walk rate that year, but if he can at least limit the strikeouts to a degree, I'm not saying it's something that he's going to completely eliminate from his game. I think getting that number down from that 34% to like 25% or even in the low twenties would go a very long way for him to be able to achieve such a goal. And if he could get on base via the free pass more often, again, he already does it at a pretty average level, but if he can bring that whiff rate and that chase rate down a little bit, his statistics will show for the better. And I mean, there are worries uh, about it uh, for O'Neill Cruz. If he, if he ends up becoming a three common outcomes player, but again, we just haven't seen enough yet for me to really make that suggestion just because I do think that the three common outcomes player thing is more of what we expect from Jack Sawinski or the Kyle Schwarbers of the world, who it's home run, strikeout, walk, or bust. That's that's it. Cruz has shown the ability already to put balls in the gap, hit the occasional single, put, uh, hit oppo. He's He's shown all that. And these are things that he's going to have to continue to work on so that he does not become a three-common-outcomes player. And for Cruz to avoid that, again, limit the strikeouts to at least an average level. I'm not asking you to all of a sudden become one of the best guys in the league at not striking out. Just do just strike out at an average level. Walk at an average level. If he does those things and he continues to hit the ball hard, I think he'll do just fine. To avoid that and take the step forward he wants to take because he's been a stat cast phenomenon and will continue to be. So yeah, Cruz can have a 30-30 campaign. He sure sure can. He has the tools to do it, and improvements obviously will have to be made, as I just outlined. But again, if he doesn't do it, it doesn't mean he can't have a strong season either. I mean, you heard the projections that I said earlier, and I'll say him again. If he walks out of the season with a 251 average, 25 homers, 84 RBIs, and 21 stolen bases, I think a lot of us walk out of 2024 and say, okay, O'Neill Cruz is a really good baseball player and will only continue to get better because this kid is still very young, and we have not seen him play a full MLB campaign yet, and I'm hoping that we get that this year. And if he does play a full, healthy 2024 I think it's possible he gets to 30-30, or at least flirts with it. Uh, And flirting with it is going to be really fun. I mean, there was a metric that I saw this morning before I was recording the show that the Pirates haven't had a 40-plus home run player since 1973. It's very bad. And power on this team is everywhere. And you're going to kind of hear that later in this uh, player preview series that we've been doing with these later episodes. And O'Neill Cruz is a part of that. And obviously questions are still going to surround O'Neill Cruz for the 2024 campaign with arguably the biggest being his defense. So what should we expect in the field from O'Neill Cruz in 2024? We're going to talk about that in just a moment, but we're going to talk about a new sponsor on the Locked On Pirates podcast, and that's Backblaze. Folks, Backblaze offers unlimited cloud backup for Macs, PCs, and businesses for just $99 a year. You can easily protect your business data through a centrally managed admin and protect all the data on your machines automatically. It's easy to deploy across multiple workstations with various deployment options and add-on enterprise control, which includes granular access permissions, advanced single sign-on, group management controls, and compliance support. Backblaze also offers multiple restore options, including rapid recovery in the event of data loss or ransomware. You can also access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using their web app or their iOS or Android apps. Over 55 billion Files have been restored for customers, so visit BackBlaze.com slash LockedOn so they know where you came from and continue to support the show. You can receive a fully-featured, no-risk-free trial at BackBlaze.com slash LockedOnMLB. Go there, play with it, start protecting yourself from uh, potential bad times, and start today. And folks, don't forget that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and now is also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. So find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app, YouTube, and more. So, again, talking about O'Neill Cruz on today's show, I think it's important that when we talk about O'Neill Cruz, I think it's very important that the biggest question I think that still surrounds him is can he stick defensively at the shortstop position? I think that's the biggest thing that comes from O'Neill Cruz and what we have to talk about with him. And it's been his biggest bugaboo. It just has. And it has to be his defense at shortstop. Now, he obviously stands at six foot seven. He definitely has an abnormal build to what you and I are used to seeing at the shortstop position. And he's not alone in the division with L.A. De La Cruz in Cincinnati, two players that I'm sure are going to constantly get compared this year. But when it comes to Cruz defensively, we once again have to look at 2022 because there just was not enough to really look at at 2023. I will mention what he did in 2023 in a moment but just not enough, again, to really warrant anything to say, oh, he improved here, or he did better here. And early on in that 2022 season, and I still remember talking about this a lot throughout that season, his struggles were very apparent. And it was something that was getting very worrisome because a lot of people were wondering, well, is he going to be able to play this position long-term? Now it's a year and a half, almost two years later, and we still don't know the answer to that question. But as that season drug on, though, I think he appeared to be figuring it out a bit. And I think that's something that's okay to say. And yeah, looking at his stats at the base is not going to say that, but you could see that he was starting to, you know, kind of figure some things out. And obviously his negative nine outs above average was and is worrisome and pair that with a 953 fielding percentage. And yeah, you can be worried about it. It's something that last season we were hoping to get a lot of answers for is we were hoping to go into 2024 and say, okay, is O'Neill Cruz a shortstop or does he need to go to the outfield? Is he just a DH? These are still questions we don't know. And this is still a question that we have to ask about O'Neill Cruz. Now in 2023, in 73 innings, that 953 fielding percentage rose up to a 968. But again, as I said before, that's a small sample size, but an improvement nonetheless. And his biggest positive at shortstop comes from his arm strength. We know that. This kid can fire that baseball over there from shortstop. And it ranked in the 97th percentile in 2022. But one of his biggest lessons that I think came from in 2022 was that he started taking some of that speed and that arm strength off of it when he didn't have to. Like, like, like when he didn't need to throw the ball over there a million miles an hour we saw a bit of that in the second half of 2022 and he would take his time a little bit more. He was being more patient. He'd get the ball over an ample enough time. He knew how much time he started. I feel like what really started happening is he started to learn how much time he actually had and that he didn't have to rush his throwing sequence and he didn't have to rush getting guys out unless it was some speedster on the base path that might be to throw out. But again, again, Cruz playing shortstop with his stature is already an outlier. And if he can figure it out, which I believe he can, then folks, I'm going to make a bold statement. He becomes one of the best shortstops in the game, bar none, if he can start playing average defense or even just below average defense while hitting the baseball the way he does. And if he doesn't work defensively at shortstop, I hear a lot of people say that it's the end of the world. It's not. It's not the end of the world if O'Neill Cruz doesn't stick defensively at shortstop because he could be an outfielder if needed down the line with his range, speed, and arm strength. And we've seen it a little bit, but we haven't seen it in large chunks. And if he doesn't figure it out there in this hypothetical scenario, then he's a DH. And I don't see any big issue with that because his bat, one, has too much upside and potential not to be in the lineup. And sadly, that would limit his ceiling a little bit if he's just a DH. But it also doesn't mean he can't be a strong player despite that. And really with the defensive stuff, too. I mean, you go back to what I was saying that we've only seen 372 at-bats from O'Neill Cruz. Probably feels like a lot more. And it goes back to the defensive acumen of all this stuff, too. Is 372 at-bats over the course of a full season is not even close to what he would be at if he plays shortstop every day all the time. I mean, you're looking at the projections that I had from Steamer earlier. They have him projected at 516 at-bats. And I don't even think he's played 100 games yet. So, I mean, there's still a lot for O'Neill Cruz to figure out, especially defensively. And we all want to see him improve defensively. I'm sure it's something that he continues to work on. I'm sure it's something that the team is continuing to monitor and the biggest issue that I think really would come from this is I don't think that the Pirates necessarily would have a shortstop ready to go if Cruz can't do it or if he gets hurt again. Jared Triolo could slot in that spot for now, but what is what is Jared Triolo's upside? So then are you looking for a shortstop? Termar Johnson can't play shortstop. I'm just being honest there. He's a second baseman. He doesn't have near the range that O'Neill Cruz has at that position. And that's really what I want to see from O'Neill Cruz is for him to realize that he has that kind of range to play that position. And if he can get down and dirty and really work on this, he could be a very good shortstop. He really could. And you're already working alongside Key Brian Hayes, who's a phenomenal third baseman, obviously, defensively. And that's one of the, to me, one of the best young tandems at shortstop and third base in all of baseball is Key Brian Hayes, who we'll talk about on Monday, and O'Neill Cruz. And for Cruz, again, having Hayes as a running mate defensively, that means that he doesn't have to be like a gold glove caliber, caliber defender. That's not what I'm asking. And I don't think that's what the team is even asking. They're just asking him at least to get to a point where it seems like he's at least just below average and not a liability at the position all the time. And even at second base, like we talked about yesterday, Leo Piguero and O'Neill Cruz could end up being a very fun double-team combo. And I want his arm over at shortstop. I mean, there's going to be plays where he's going to have to backhand it and get it out of there, and I think Cruz could do it. We know Key Brian Hayes could but I think it's something that O'Neill Cruz can do too. And it's going to take time. And that's something that I wanted to kind of preface here is expect Cruz to take a bit of time early on to adjust from one not having played for almost a year and playing shortstop again. It's going to take time for him to reacclimate himself to all this. Don't even be shocked if he struggles coming out of the season offensively. Kid hasn't played in almost a year. Yeah, I know he played some winter ball stuff, but he has not played Major League Baseball in nearly a year. We're going to see him in spring, too, and I'm going to be looking more at his defense than his offense in spring. I'll be looking at his offense, too, but I I think the defense is more of what I want to see, is I want to see him out in the field a lot in spring training, even if he's not hitting, and even if it's only a couple innings a game, but I want to see him at shortstop a metric tonne. In spring training, because I want to get the answers defensively for Cruz. And we'd like to see him improve defensively. And I have confidence that he can, but our questions about it will be answered on the field. And our questions about it are still questions that have not been answered because of the fact that he missed 2023. Because this would be a whole different conversation if he would have played a full season last year at shortstop and we would have had some of those answers already. Sadly, we don't. But finally, 2024 is a big year for Cruz, offensively, defensively, overall. So what should our realistic expectations be for him in 2024? We're going to talk about that in the final segment of today's episode of Locked on Pirates. But before we do that, we're going to talk about FanDuel. Folks, FanDuel Sportsbook is here for you for all of your betting needs and necessities because you can get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. If you want to bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams like my Los Angeles Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, you can do so with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. So just visit FanDuel.com and shoot your shot today because FanDuel is an official sportsbook partner of the NBA and an official sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. To all my everydayers who listen to this third and final segment of this show every single day, thank you for always tuning in to this third and final segment and tuning into the show as a whole. You guys have loved the content this week. It's been a very strong week of content. You guys have been absolutely phenomenal with it. The start of baseball again with pitchers and catchers reporting. You guys love that live show. So thank you all so much for tuning into the show as you always do. Now, when we're talking realistic expectations for O'Neill Cruz, I think it's important with players like Cruz who are surrounded with hype, that we do set our expectations realistically. Now, that's kind of difficult. It's fine. I mean, I kind of did say earlier that I think he could have a 30-30 campaign. I'm not willing to take that to the bank, and I do think Cruz will at least flirt with it, but it's more likely he doesn't than if he does, just because I don't. we haven't seen it yet. Now, Cruz is a career 237 hitter with a 751 OPS. You hear those numbers and you probably be like, eh. But keep in mind, some of that's inflated by his cameo starts in 2021 and his short time in 2023. With those numbers, though, 237 and 751, I expect he'll surpass both of those numbers this year. I think that's very. Easy to say. I think that's an easy, realistic expectation to have. I'd set his average around 245, 255, maybe with a maximum of 260. If he's hitting 260, folks, he'll be an all-star. Which, again, for a player like Cruz to be in the 245 to 255 range, that'd be just fine. And the OPS has, obviously, 800-plus potential, and slot that again, and of course, that a lot of that will hinge on his ability to get on base more via the walk, which we already talked about in the first segment. His slugging is always going to be there. His slugging percentage is always going to be a very good one. That's just something that Cruz is always going to do well. As far as home runs go, most of the projections have him set around 22 to 26, which could lead the roster, albeit you have Rowdy Telez, Jack Sawinski, Brian Reynolds, and maybe even Edward Olivares to enter that conversation as well. But I think 20 to 25, along with a good number of RBIs, is a good thought to have as well. A good realistic thought to have as well. I'd say 84 to 90 RBIs is a pretty, pretty good one. You know, I think that would be a pretty good spot for him to be. Now, defensively, as I mentioned in the second segment, I do think he'll struggle early on. But I do think as the season carries on, I think you can expect O'Neill Cruz to get to a just below average defensive level. Which, again, would be fine playing alongside Gold Glove Award winner Key Brian Hayes. And expect a ton of red on his StatCast page this year. Because he's just been crazy for StatCast. StatCast absolutely loves O'Neal Cruz. Because the tools that he has are what StatCast loves. Barrel rate, hard hit rate, sprint speed, arm strength. Expected slugging, base running value, hitting value. They love what O'Neill Cruz does. Now, his hopeful steps forward and his health will not only be great for him, but for this team as well. And his projected 2.7 war suggests that. And it doesn't take me telling you that this will be a better team with O'Neill Cruz in the lineup. You saw what happened last year, folks. This team improved a ton last year. They won 14 more games than they did the season prior last year. And that was without O'Neill Cruz in the lineup. I have a question for all of you. If O'Neill Cruz was in the lineup in the middle of the season when the Pirates lost 10 games in a row, if O'Neal Cruz was there, do the Pirates lose all of those games? Confidently, I will tell you right now, no. They probably win a couple of them, honestly. Because his absence in the lineup last year was felt. We remember opening day when he took Hunter Green Deep. We remember what he was doing early in the year. Wasn't performing crazy. But just his presence in the lineup and where he is and the type of player he is are the things that I speak to when I'm talking about this. Because O'Neal Cruz and the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to have a symbiotic relationship this year, I think. Because I think a ton of the Pirates' success rides on just how much of a step forward O'Neill Cruz can take. Now, realistically, I don't think that he's going to be an MVP candidate I do think he could flirt with getting a ton of all-star votes. I also think he's going to have his best season of his career as long as he stays healthy. And I think that if those things happen, the team will obviously reciprocate that back by winning more games. Because I feel like O'Neal Cruz is going to end up being a spark plug for this team when they're struggling. When he gets going, this team will get going. And if he becomes a superstar this year, the Pirates have winning anything they want potential, in my opinion, if the other pieces fall into place. If he struggles, it's not to say the team will, but they won't be at that upper epsilon uh, epsilon of, oh, they could do the whole damn thing. But at the end of the day, With all that said, I think we can all agree that we are just happy to see Cruz back on the diamond, working, fielding ground balls, hitting, and we all hope, one, that he stays healthy, and two, becomes what many of us think he can be, which is a potential budding superstar in Major League Baseball. It is something that I truly think O'Neal Cruz can become, and 2024 will be the first steps to doing so folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the lockdown pirates podcast here on the lockdown podcast network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh pirates every day. Hope you guys all love the new microphone. I hope you guys all enjoy it and it worked very well. I hope the audio sounds a lot better as we're getting closer and closer and closer to spring training games. Follow me on Twitter. At MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates again for all of your news, analysis, opinions, and reactions to everything going on in the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can find the show on YouTube and on all of your podcast platforms because it is free and available to all of you. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday, folks. Enjoy the weekend. Spring training starts next week, and next week we'll be pretty much ending the 2024 player preview series. Gary will be here on Monday. I will be here on Monday. Have a wonderful uh, weekend. Have some fun, relax, and have a wonderful day. And I will see you on the flip side.